will eat. Faced with the problem of colonizing the moon and planets, the biochemists of the 21st century discovered how to synthesize any desired food from the basic raw materials of water, air, and rock. It was the greatest and perhaps the most important achievement in the history of science. But we should not feel too proud of it. The vegetable kingdom had beaten us by a billion years. The chemists could now synthesize any conceivable food, whether it had a counterpart in nature or not. Needless to say, there were mistakes, even disasters. Industrial empires rose and crashed. The switch from agriculture and animal husbandry to the giant automatic processing plants and omniverters of today was often a painful one. But it had to be made, and we are the better for it. The danger of starvation has been banished forever, and we have a richness and variety of food that no other age has ever known. In addition, of course, there was a moral gain. We no longer murder millions of living creatures, and such revolting institutions as the slaughterhouse and the butcher's shop have vanished from the face of the earth. It seems incredible to us that even our ancestors, coarse and brutal though they were, could ever have tolerated such obscenities. And yet, it is impossible to make a clean break with the past. As I have already remarked, we are carnivores. We inherit tastes and appetites that have been acquired over a million years of time. Whether we like it or not, only a few years ago, some of our great-grandparents were enjoying the flesh of cattle and sheep and pigs when they could get it and we still enjoy it today. Oh, dear. Maybe Senator Irving had better stay outside from now on. Perhaps I should not have been quite so blunt. What I meant, of course, was that many of the synthetic foods we now eat have the same formula as the old natural products. Some of them, indeed, are such exact replicas that no chemical or other test could reveal any difference. This situation is logical and inevitable. We manufacturers simply took the most popular pre-synthetic foods as our models and reproduced their taste and texture. Of course, we also created new names that didn't hint of an anatomical or zoological origin so that no one would be reminded of the facts of life. When you go into a restaurant... Most of the words you'll find on the menu have been invented since the beginning of the 21st century, or else adapted from French originals that few people would recognize. If you ever want to find your threshold of tolerance, you can try an interesting but highly unpleasant experiment. The classified section of the Library of Congress has a large number of menus from famous restaurants. Yes, and White House banquets going back for 500 years. They have a crude dissecting room frankness that makes them almost unreadable. I cannot think of anything that reveals more vividly the gulf between us and our ancestors of only a few generations ago. Yes, Mr. Chairman, I am coming to the point. All this is highly relevant, however disagreeable it may be. I am not trying to spoil your appetites. I am merely laying the groundwork for the charge I wish to bring against my competitor— Triplanetary Food Corporation. Unless you understand this background, you may think that this is a frivolous complaint inspired by the admittedly serious losses my firm has sustained since Ambrosia Plus came on the market. 
New foods, gentlemen, are invented every week. It is hard to keep track of them. They come and go like women's fashions, and only one in a thousand becomes a permanent addition to the menu. It is extremely rare for one to hit the public fancy overnight, and I freely admit that the Ambrosia Plus line of dishes has been the greatest success in the entire history of food manufacture. You all know the position. Everything else has been swept off the market. Naturally, we were forced to accept the challenge. The biochemists of my organization are as good as any in the solar system, and they promptly got to work on Ambrosia Plus. I am not giving away any trade secrets when I tell you that we have tapes of practically every food, natural or synthetic, that has ever been eaten by mankind, right back to exotic items that you've never heard of, like fried squid, locusts in honey, peacocks' tongues.